Good morning, everybody. Edward Leos here, publisher of the Hotel Guide and I guess the host of, of Travel Talk. <laughs> I'm actually here with our newest editor in chief of the Hotel Guide and, you know, probably a, a jack of all trades when it comes to travel and tourism. And so, uh, Jennifer Broom, I'm excited to have you on the on the Travel Talk again. And, and uh, man, tell me a little bit about where you are. Well, I am currently on the rooftop of Hotel Congress. It is an institution in Tucson, Arizona. It's legendary. It's not only a boutique hotel, a historic hotel, it also has three concert venues in it. So you can come, I mean, even some of the rooms, I, I actually took a tour uh, of some of the um, just unique rooms that they have. Every one of their rooms, I think it's 39 rooms that they have. Each one is different. And some of them, you could actually be sitting in your room overlooking one of the concert venues. It's really cool. Oh, wow. That's amazing. The, well, the view behind you is incredible. Uh, I know we're on the, we got sunrise coming up around you. So what, what a beautiful scenery. And, you know, one of the things that we want to talk about today as we're, we're, we're kind of dabbling in this, but 2024 is a, about two weeks away from us. And, uh, you know, we're already talking about where we want to go and travel. So let's talk a little bit about some of the top destinations that we're looking at going to in, in, in 2024, maybe some of your picks. Uh, I know that you're, you're in Tucson. So why, yes. So go ahead. Well, I, well, I, I, I want to say, I think in 2024 that a lot of folks are going to be traveling domestically and traveling across the United States. So I really want to spotlight some places to go that have culture, unique experiences, outdoor adventure, um, and just some great places for families to go that are also affordable. So Tucson kind of tops my list for that. And a big reason is because of astro tourism. And it is one of the best places, not only in the country, but in the world, if you want to do some stuff stargazing. So I had an opportunity to go up uh, on Mount Lemon, go up to the Mount mm -hmm. Lemon Sky Center that is done in conjunction with University of Arizona. And I got to look through the Shulman 32-inch telescope um, at their, 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 their night gazing party that they have. It's a five-hour fun adventure to go on. But to see things like Saturn, to look through it and to see the rings are just so cool. So there's that. It is home to Dark Sky International here. There are so many large telescopes and opportunities for you to really engage in that night sky. It's because of the very dry conditions here in the mountains that you and low light. Um, you know, they actually have uh, within the Tucson area a lot of restrictions on lights in order to protect that precious resource of the dark sky. So you've got that, but you also have Saguaro National Park, um, the iconic cactus, you know, with the arms, those yes. when, when, you, when you look at them, they're, they're symbol of the American West. And it is such a cool thing that the National Park is right in the city. There's two units. There's the East unit and then the West unit. Um, on this trip, I spent some time out in the West unit. There is an area where you can go see petroglyphs. There's also the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum. It is a botanical garden, a world-class zoo, and a lot of history there too, that you can go experience that. And then I did something kind of funky and really super cool to me, you know, being that meteorologist, that science geek person. Um, I went to Biosphere 2 or B2 oh, as wow. they call yep. it locally. You may remember back in the early 90s, eight people went into a biosphere to live um, you know, in a controlled environment. They still use it as a living laboratory. They're doing a ton of research there. I was walking through one area and all of a sudden I got hit with a gust of wind. So they replicate everything from a rainforest 
forest to a coastal fog area, really replicating those different environments um, and to do a lot of research in an effort to understand some things, uh, you know, as far as climate change, what are some things you, I mean, even just simply as growing some crops, what are some alternative methods to growing some crops, crops as we are dealing in, a, in, you know, the climate change world that we live in now? Now you're talking about a lot of the places that I wanted to go when I was in Tucson two, two months ago, like all the places I had done. I was like, Oh, dang it. We're, we're not here very long to be able to do all those things, but I'm so glad you got to experience them and, and actually, uh, you know, have our guests kind of understand just what Tucson brings. It's funny that both of us have been there this year, actually in the last several months, we've both been there. Such a fantastic city and, and great destination, uh, for, for families as well. And as individuals, so it's, it's a fantastic, it's a great choice right there. So let's go from the desert. Let's talk a little bit about some snow, and like when you want to have some fun, what what are some of your top picks for that? Well, I really think, you know, I think a lot of folks think when, when I'm going to start talking about snow that I'm going to send you to a ski resort and they are fantastic. But I want to take you somewhere a little bit different and take you into Wyoming and somewhere where you might not necessarily yeah. think about for winter. And that is Cody, Wyoming and Yellowstone National Park. Um, you want to go in in Cody. It's one of my favorite cities in the country, partly because I just love the Wild West history there. Yeah. The city was founded by Buffalo Bill. Um, <laughs> you know, I think a lot of folks know that name. <laughs> um, you can actually stay at the Irma Hotel, which was Buffalo Bill's original hotel. It was named after his uh, youngest daughter, Irma. You can stay there or you can stay at the Chamberlain Inn, where it's also a historic hotel where Hemingway stayed. So you get that time in Cody to do things like go to the uh, Buffalo Bill Center of the West. It is five world-class museums under one roof. You can go ice climbing there. It is a world-class destination for that. But the creme de la creme is taking a snowmobile or snow sled, as, as some folks call them, uh, take that adventure into Yellowstone National Park. Most of the roads in the National Park are actually closed during the winter time, And the only way to get around is by snowmobile or snow coach. And if you go from the Cody side, you go for miles and not see anyone. It is honestly my favorite season in Yellowstone because it's that season of solitude, snow, and steam to really enjoy those geothermal features that Yellowstone is so well known for, including spending a night uh, at the uh, Yellowstone, the Old Faithful Snow Lodge. When you go there in the wintertime, I, I had less than 10 people when I got to watch at sunset, got to watch Old Faithful erupt, which wow. is the only way to get Yellowstone without the crowds is to go in winter. But it's just such a unique destination that an underrated one um, that I think, you know, if you want to go do Yellowstone, check that national park off your bucket list. While the summer is fabulous, it can be very crowded. The winter time, you can have it all to yourself. It's when the bison outnumber the people. Sure. And and uh, the air is very chilly. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry. They, they they give you the full suit and everything. You, you'll be fine. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm coming from South Texas. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to have those kind of uh, get ups to make things or make sure we're going. So let's talk a little bit about some of the less the less traveled state. What's the lesser traveled state for kind of outdoor adventures? I know. Let's stick with the outdoors and and, and tell us a little bit about a place that you might want to send us. Yeah, I think a lot of folks are surprised when I say Nebraska. <laughs> you know, they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's I've spent some time there on, mm -hmm. on several different trips. Um, the first thing is in the springtime is to see the Sand Hill Crane migration. 
over a million sandhill cranes kind of converge on the central Platte River Valley. And that goes from Grand Island to Kearney over to North Platte. And the reason they're going there is because they are they are feasting before they continue on to their, uh, their summer breeding grounds up in northern Canada and up into Alaska. But they converge there because of the access to food. They have, you know, what's left over in all of the fields, uh, they have the, the what would be called a waste grain, basically. Um, and then they also have with the river, it's a shallow river that has a lot of sandbars. So mm. it's the prime area for them to kind of feast and rest before they continue their, their journey for their summer homes. So that is one thing. The prime time to do that is going to be in March into very early April. The Crane Trust is a fantastic spot to see them. Um, you've also got the Rose Sanctuary there in Kearney, an amazing place. And if you've ever driven on I-80 and you see that arch when you're going uh, going through Kearney, mm. definitely stop. It is so worth going in. It's a really cool museum and you're over the highway as you're going through it. So there's that. Now let me take you a little bit farther north in Nebraska up to Valentine, the Niobrara National Scenic River. It is the first quiet trail, uh, qu um, quiet place trail in North America and only the second one in the world that has that designation. Wow. I went on a kayaking experience. It was phenomenal. And then you can go on over to the town of Scotts Bluff and Garing. That's in Northwest Nebraska and go up to Scotts Bluff National Monument. You can drive up this crazy mountain road. It's only about a five minute drive. It's, it's not too, too bad. Or you can hike up if you want, but it's just yeah. beautiful. The views from there um, are fantastic. And then you can also check out Chimney Rock uh, National uh, Historic Site. Um, it is. It was a symbol, a landscape symbol for pioneers when they were coming through and making that westward expansion. So, you know, you'll you'll be surprised. Um, you know, when you go into Nebraska, and how much outdoor adventure there really is there. And by the way, when you are in North Platte, uh, you do definitely want to go to uh, the Golden Spike. Uh, if you're into railroads, it, it is an absolute must. It is uh, the Bailey Yard is the largest working railroad yard in the world. Wow. I, 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 I'm not a huge railroad person, but I was fascinated by it. I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, you actually get to see them like, you know, change the the look at the, the engines and, yeah. and, and everything. It's really Really, really fascinating to see. I, I love all of the detail you're bringing to this podcast. Your experiences <laughs> are just perfect for everybody. Makes me want to go. And you're giving us destinations that I wouldn't have thought of. And so that's yeah. kind of the great thing, especially going into 2024. I think domestic travel is going to be a huge thing for everybody uh, in the yeah. United States for sure. Uh, we got about, you know, four, four minutes or so, but I, I wanted to end it with the upcoming solar eclipse uh, in April. Yeah, I know it's a big deal. I know it's a big deal for you as well, being a meteorologist. Uh, tell us a little bit about the best places you think people should kind of be already looking to uh, to get their hotel rooms or their places to stay. Yeah, I would definitely say that if you are thinking about traveling to see uh, the solar eclipse, you need to book your flights now. Um, I, I already have my flight booked from Denver to San Antonio. That's where I'm going. You know how much I love uh, love San Antonio. Uh, but it is a prime area that folks are going to be traveling to. It's not just San Antonio. It's San Antonio, Austin, um, even up towards Dallas. I mean, a big chunk of Texas is going to get uh, a, a great viewing uh, of the, the path of totality for the solar eclipse on April 8th. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, when we talk about Tucson, we didn't even talk about the food. Uh, yeah. But I would say that t Tucson and San Antonio, I do want to make sure folks know this because it's really cool. They're the only two cities 
in the United States that are designated as UNESCO City of Gastronomy. Food. It's because of the cross cultures in both cities. And, and that's a big thing that you can really go and enjoy a variety of different types of food in both cities. So with San Antonio, of course, you know, you've got things like the Riverwalk, the Alamo, um, which is one of five missions. Um, you know, it, as fabulous as the Alamo is, I strongly suggest going and seeing the other four because each one of those is very unique um, and just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. uh, but you, yeah, but do San Antonio, do the Hill Country. Another area to go would be um, Hot Springs National Park um, okay. in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. uh, another really cool destination. Uh, it is known for the baths and you can go and soak, mm -hmm. take your little hot spring, you know, soaking experience. It was also a big destination. If you're a baseball fan and like baseball history, you need to go to Hot Springs because there's so much baseball history there, too. Um, just a really cool spot. And then take you on up into uh, New England and go or almost to New England. No, technically, New York State is not New England, so but you're on the verge of it. Um, it when you go to Lake Placid, it is a fabulous place to go. There's so much to do there, especially tied to uh, the Winter Olympics. You may remember that Miracle on Ice, oh, yeah. you know, with the hockey game. Um, it was so cool to actually get into the arena. Um, it actually really neat to see. I actually caught uh, some, some. Uh, I think they were high school or you know, high school club kind of uh, 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 players that were out there, uh, you know, just practicing. So there's there, there's that. And then you can see where people practice ski jumping. You can go hiking. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the lake itself uh, and the town itself is just a really unique spot. You can also go into the Finger Lakes re region in uh, New York. If you're a wine drinker, it's a fun spot to uh, to test out and enjoy some wines. Uh, it's uh, New York style. Um, New York. So there you go. There's three options for you. But again, the biggest tip I can tell you is if you haven't bought your plane mm -hmm. ticket, really start thinking about doing that now uh, because uh, the flights are filling up. I mean, they're already, I would even say, I know in San Antonio, they're already 75 to 80% booked, San Antonio and Austin. Um, so consider booking your flight ASAP and then make sure you do your hotel reservation too. You want to get that squared away. No, these are all great tips. And again, this is why we're doing the, uh, you know, some of the top picks for 2024. We knew that that was always on your bucket list because we've talked about that prior. Uh, and it's a big deal. And the fact that there are some places where we're close to both of our hearts in San Antonio, in the Hill Country, it's it's a great thing that this we're in the we're in the middle of it. So I'm excited about 2024. I want to thank you for everything you've done so far and what we're going to be doing in 2024 and, and for our guests and readership. And thank you for being on today. I know uh, you're, uh, you're in a beautiful background there. I love it. <laughs> it's way better than a podcast studio that I'm in. So uh, I want to thank you for, for being on the show again, Jennifer, and excited about what we're going to be doing in uh, the next year too. So uh, to all, yeah, to all our guests out there, thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.